is the magic number. It's the 3x3 Basketball Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and non-binary basketball fans of all ages, races, sexualities, pronouns, and abilities, welcome to the 3x3 Basketball Podcast, where, as ever, I am joined by the crown prince of 3x3 in the United Kingdom. It's Mr. Martin Diane. Hello there, Martin. How are you, sir? Hey, Hugh. I'm good, thanks. You know, I've missed that intro for a while, and we've missed you on the pod, man. So, like, I'm, I'm pleased to hear it coming from you. But yeah, I'm good, thanks. How are you doing? I'm fantastic. I've got, I've had a couple of days away, uh, well, a week or two away. So yeah, that's that's why I've been missing. But um, you guys have been holding it down um, with some great interviews. We got another one today. Uh, the man setting a lot of those up is the producer who can talk ball and control the maestro. It's Mr. Rahul Asnani. How are you, Mr. Rahul Asnani? I am well. How's it going, everyone? Very well, thank you. Very well. But. We're going to dive straight into uh, the main portion of the show this week because we have a very special guest on this week's episode. It is a man who outscored two-time NBA MVP Nikola Jokic when their teams went head-to-head last year. Um, More recently, he became the highest scoring player at a world tour stage and he's been crushing it on the 3x3 circuit this year. Welcome, Withy De Jong. Hello. Hi, hi, hi. Nice to meet you all and uh, I'm happy to be here. Fantastic. Well, I mean, let's start with how well you've been doing recently, then, because you've just come off um, you've just come off a challenger win with Amsterdam, and the congratulations. Well, uh, really great to see, you know, the team put it together because you've had a great run of late. We'll we'll go into your fifty nine points in a bit, but um, it I believe this is the, um, your first sort of big challenger win. Am I correct in saying that or? Yeah, it's the first. Uh, it's the first tournament we win. We've been, um, we've been. Well, I've been second twice now. Once with, uh, once last year with uh, with Team Utrecht, and then this year with Team Amsterdam and Marseille, and the other one was in Paris. So we've been, we've been there. Uh, we've been close, but uh, at winning a, a Masters. Um, but this is the first win for me at, at a Challenger um, last week. Or the challenger before they they also won in Fribourg without me, um, so we uh, we've been making uh, a, a good amount of progress in the right direction. So this must be good to get about. it off your back then to fi- finally get that big win under your belt because you you have been you have been crushing it lately. I mentioned it in the intro, but um, you became the 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 highest scoring player at a world tour stage a few weeks earlier in Marseille. Uh, 59 points in five games. I mean, watching watching some of those games, it was you know you were you would you know being contested and shooting you know fadeaway threes off the bank, and you were getting in uh, you know breaking people down off the dribble. It 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 looked like you were just throwing rocks into an ocean at at some point. So you, how how must it feel to be in a zone like that? Um, I mean, of course, in Marseille it was is incredible, and uh, I enjoyed it. Uh, a lot because that's something that uh, that's one of the reasons why I shifted from five on five to three experience uh, to find a joy in basketball again. And um, I was looking for a new challenge, and I I, I guess I found that in three experience. It uh, I, I said it before. It it really makes me a student of the game again, and uh, and I enjoy that too. Um, I think it was something that was. Uh, was on its way, seeing that I, at the World Cup, 
I was already on my way to set another record. And um, I felt like that that gave me a, a certain level of confidence uh, on which I just, I'm just, you know, on the way, um, trying to keep it going. And uh, yeah, it just, it, it feels good. And um, I think joy is what drives me at the moment. I mean, I like, I like that a lot, like in terms of, in terms of your, you can see it on the court, right? So, you know, we, we, had, we had the pleasure of meeting each other in Utrecht and then I, and then I saw you at the Masters in um, in Paris as well. And there's definitely yeah. like this, this element of every game you play, like for me personally, when I'm seeing you play, like I can see you kind of just developing and just, you know, there's, there's a level of confidence that you already have anyway, right? You've got great experience as a hooper. You, you know, you, you, you get the game. But I suppose for me, like when you say you're a student of the game, um, you, you can see that you're, you know, the read, you know, you're making great reads and, you know, you're kind of seeing where the space is and where you need to be passing or shooting the ball. But what is it about the game that you're looking at that's helping you improve? Like when you say you're a student? Well, well for me, it's, it's one, of, one of the things that, that, um, that, that I picked up really quick coming from five on five is that uh, a great individual player does not determine a win. You know, um, you, you, if you look at, um, for instance, teams like Oop, Liman and stuff, they don't have the most athletic players. They don't have the best handles or whatever, but their team chemistry is, is remarkable. Um, so for me is how can I, uh, with my individual skills add to something like that. You know, how can we create a chemistry where my individual capabilities is an addition to, to, to the teamwork? And um, I get that, you know, I, I, every, every tournament I, I add something new or I find something out. I mean, I have great teammates that, uh, that have experience, that know the game very well. Arvin Slachter knows the game very well, studies it very, very, uh, a lot. Um, and loves the details of that. So, with that being said, you know, I I try to to look for the nuances that make the difference, the the, the finesse in, in in the sport because there's so much to gain for us. Um, I I a couple of weeks back I talked to my teams and teammates and I told them um, I told them I'm seeing cracks in OOP. I see cracks in their armor. I see that that they're they're hitting a certain level of uh, of their ceiling. Uh, not saying that they, they, they can't win anymore, but I see that we have more room to grow. Whereas they are been at the top for so long that it's only it's pretty much impossible to stay there for so so much longer with all these teams growing. Mm. The competition, the competition is growing, and people are learning about the game so much more. Um, uh, and and that's something that where I feel like I'm I'm a student of the game again. You know, I'm trying to figure out ways to be uh, helpful to the team without having to score. Um, I've been trying to figure out how can I be productive, setting screens. Uh, um, another thing that is something that I had to figure out is how do I um, how do I get as much output as possible? I mean, scoring wise without using too much energy because this game is so intense. Uh, last year, I was one of the main guys in team Utrecht where, where you can see that I'm, I'm depleted at some point. 
I'm exhausted. Whereas now I still have energy to give because we're, we're, we're broader. Our, our bench is, is a little deeper. Um, and that, and, and those are the things that we need yeah. to figure out. Those are the nuances in the game. I like I was, that fighting words. Yeah, yeah, I like that too. I mean, I've, I mean, I suppose you know, uh, linked to that point about chemistry is like I've seen you and Arvin play, and there is there is an element of that chemistry that is absolutely undeniable. You know, whether he's, you know, we're outside the two, and you know, you're maybe you're like going to set a screen, you're slipping through, and then he's throwing that kind of overhead, and you get into the bucket. Or there's elements where where he's just letting you go to work right so there, there are times in if you watch the most recent marseille highlights like uh shout out to fiba 3 you like put together like this this great clip of you of your highlights there but there's there's a couple of moments in those where you're just driving to the hoop and i was just like yeah i'm just gonna let worthy do do his thing so that chemistry and that trust that you have between you like is that something that you've developed just on the court is it off the court i mean are you guys having beers together how much time are you spending both on and off the court. What's what's the reason behind that chemistry? Well, the, the the funny thing is that you know me and me and Arvin, we've played for the national team over ten years or eight eight to ten years, in five on five. So we've known each other for a while. He has known my capabilities. I've known his strengths, and uh, you know we've complemented each other at that. Um, and I think this game, um, you know, coming where I'm from. And the path that I've had um, becoming a professional basketball player, it fits me really well. You know, I've always been a streetball basketball player. Uh, I, I, I've always been creative, um, competitive as hell. Um, so um, I think that's something that he sees and, and he sees to, uh, to, to jump in where fit. And, I, and that goes vice versa. You know, um, I, I, I try to make clear within the team that, you know, I don't have to be the main scorer to be productive. I can do other things, and I, I'm 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 open for that. So as long as we have that uh, amongst each other, uh, I think we can be very successful. Uh, and since Marseille, and maybe even before that, you can see that certain puzzle pieces been falling into place, and the picture is becoming a lot more clear. Um, and hopefully, we can just keep on building on that. Seeing that uh, Marta Balkner. The, the guard that uh, joined us at, uh, about two uh, challenges back now uh, is a great addition. Um, it's too bad he won't be here the whole season, but uh, you can see that we have a lot of potential that can be added that can be added to this team and be helpful. So, um, and that that only helps the uh, the spread the the strength and 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 be a little deeper where as more people will have more energy to put out when it's needed. Um, you know, you mentioned about the nuances that you look for in basketball, right? Um, in five on five, you know, you had to, you had like certain restrictions in terms of expressing yourself on the court. You know, you had to play a certain roles. And in three X three, I think you just have more room to kind of do more things, right? Um, in five on five, you were, you know, you were crowned defensive player of the year as well. Um, how did those skills kind of translate to 3x3? And what nuances did you think change when it comes to a different format of the game? Um, well, first of all, you know, the, the, 
the amount of grabbing and like pulling and, and physicality that comes with this game uh, brings a, a whole different element of the game. So uh, having to figure that out is still a challenge, you know, um, also looking at how um, how every masters or every challenger has different refs where you just have to figure out like, how do they call, how you have to feel them out a little bit and try to have conversation with them um, to, to understand really what, what is, what is possible, what is allowed. So um, coming from five and five, um, I've always been somebody that takes, uh, takes defense pretty serious um, and loves to look at, at those things. So uh, I guess during, during the progress of the process of becoming the player that I am right now is, is really testing out the grounds, testing out what is capable, how much am I allowed to push? Huh? I've been, I've been um, pretty nice with it for, for, for a good bit now. And I'm starting to, starting to be a little more aggressive every single tournament to see where, how far can I go? And, um, if you look at teams like Limon and Oop and, and like the Serbian teams, they are very smart with their fouls and stuff. So that is that is something that we can still add to to our defense. Um, yeah, something that I can still add to my defense. But uh, I take you know I take a lot of pride in stopping my player, and um, it's tough here. Sometimes I, I overdo it because um, if you if you just if you let them score a one pointer or whatever or you you just switch instead of going over you can save so much energy um that you can all that you can output for a different reason or a different uh thing so the nuances for me and the tendencies that i look for is is, is more in uh, individual skills i guess uh, to see where i can benefit from to see what people are capable of uh what they give me and, and uh and, and yeah, and take from that and learn from that. And, you know, you mentioned Oob, right? And the one thing that they have is continuity. <laughs> they have a core group of players that just know each other so well that they just connect, you know, on, on an intrinsic level. Um, but you said that, you know, the way you play and the way your team is kind of just growing, you don't know what your ceiling is yet. So do you think that's almost an answer to that continuity where, once you guys get that continuity while finding that ceiling, you find that balance where you think you can beat the likes of Lima and Oob, you know, consistently. Um, do you think that is the answer to that continuity that they have developed over so long? I think it's one, I think it's one of the recipes. I mean, it's one of the the, the, the things that, um, that works very well for them. They have the continuity, they have the experience, of course, you know, they, of course, they have the skill set too. You know, don't don't take that away from them. You know, they they Shahini is a great player, smart too. Um, uh, Stojovic is is a great shooter, and then they have the other pieces that just that just straight up complement them and do the hard work. You know, I mean, Baraj is 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 an extreme strong guy and just does what he has to do really well. And those are the players you also need in a team. Um, so everybody in that group has a purpose you know they they what they do they do well um but i think that we have we have the same capabilities and um i think some of our players might be a little more creative and uh, i think that can add to it you know we have we also have a lot of smarts um and from playing against them i can see that we are a great matchup 
for them to win. Uh, if we look in Manila, we we lost against them in Manila with a, a Hail Mary shot off the backboard. Um, if that is the ways that you have to win, mm. then then I see then that's, then I see possibilities. Then I see possibilities. So yeah. A lot of the guys you mentioned, whether it's on Oog, whether it's yourself, um, you know, you tend to be you t- t- tend to be slightly older or c- coming to the end of like a five on five career. I mean, you know, you're you're thirty five, so you know you're giving you're giving me the likes of, uh, the likes of me hope that you know maybe maybe I can still have some sort of a career. Uh, it's not going to happen, but you know, um, worthy. Just see... let, wait, wait, wait. Let me just point something out, right? So <laughs> let me just let me just put just really quickly, right? So Hugh posted on socials a turnaround jumper, and it was nice, man. Like that shot's wet. So like Hugh, don't you know. Hugh's saying that, but he's got game, man. I'm just saying. I'm just, I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> I, went, I, I, went, I went one for 19 that game. Yeah, but, um, <laughs> yeah no, um, but you, you do tend to see older players, you know, sort of transitioning into it. Um, do you think, like, I, I also follow skateboarding, and there's like different disciplines within skateboarding. You have vert, you have street, you have pool. Um, in in basketball, obviously, this is a different discipline. Do you think that it is just three x three is always going to be sort of the the graduate program of five on five basketball, or or are we going to see people start to specialize in it from a younger generation? I think it will. I think people will start to specialize as as soon as they see the potential of it. It's been growing every single year, and because of uh, culture, um, people or players have been a little. Uh, scared to make that transition, but as soon as they see the, the the possibilities and the the opportunities it brings with it, um, I think it'll get younger and and people will be uh, more eager to step into it. The, the you know the the other thing that it is you know it, it works kind of to both ways because um, it also comes with a lot of responsibility and you might need some guidance if you're younger. To, to join this and then start something like this. But uh, once you get the hang of it, I think it, I think opportunities are endless. I think you can, I mean, first of all, you travel the world, you, you get to see so much different cultures, you get to see so much different playing styles. Um, and, uh, and, and I think that that'll give you growth in your game. And it give you growth as a human being, you know, as a person by yourself. Also, gives you a lot of freedom to to find out what type of player you are and how creative you can be. Uh, a lot of times, a lot of players are um, so restricted in becoming a, a a pawn to the coach or to the system that they lose sight of their own game. Um, I've always stood behind my own game. I've always been a creative player. I've always been somebody that. Um, it, yeah, it's been my identity ever since I've played. I had, I always had turnovers, but I've always been the leading stealer uh, in steals. I've always been somebody that runs back to to, to play defense and and block somebody last second or something. So, it it that that's what you always got for me. If you signed me as a player, you get both both sides. I never deferred by uh, from that because that is my identity. If you seen me play and you signed me, then that's what you wanted, and that's what you'll get. So. Um, in three x three, I think that's that's even easier to to maintain. You know, to 
to find out, to be, to, to, don't, to not be scared of making mistakes because you got a coach yelling at you or teammates yelling at you. It's something you, you know, you take responsibility by yourself. It's like tennis, almost like tennis, you know, it's you and your teammates or you and yourself. Uh, so it's, it's, yeah, I see growth. I see that it'll become younger at some point. One of the things that I wanted to ask is that Rahul and I we're we're big San Antonio sport uh, San Antonio Spurs fans, um, so we're we're well aware of Francesco Elson. Um, uh, he also represented Netherlands and, like you, has Suriname's heritage. Um, for those who aren't familiar with Dutch basketball, uh, who are some of the Netherlands legends that you know you you looked up to gr- growing up? Um, I, I mean, I come from a different background with that. Well, how do I explain this? I, I never looked at any Dutch players. So, um, I never heard of Francisco Elson Hmm. until I want to say until I played pickup games or something against him. I grew up, I grew up, uh, watching some of the locals, um, and we had this player, that didn't make it. Um, his name was um, Jair Feldhaus, and you guys will probably have no clue who that is, but uh, I don't know if y'all, you might not even be able to Google him, but he was like, he was like seven, seven one or something. And he made Francisco look like a kid. <laughs> like, like it, he, he would dominate like the floor and I trained with him every Wednesday we played one-on-one uh he was versatile like he was he could move quick he could run he could handle the ball he had a nice mid-range shot um he would just move people underneath the basket and just have posters here and there just and he played for the team in Amsterdam he played in in Spain I think for a little bit but um his 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 work ethic or his mindset wasn't up to par with his game. And that, that just, just, uh, yeah, at a certain point, he, uh, he just drifted away from the game. Uh, it's sad to say, but uh, that's one of the closest guys that I've been with uh, that I feel like that, that really helped me develop my game. Uh, I know at a young age, he already told me that I'll be a, a defensive player at some point. Uh, and, um yeah so I, I looked up further I looked across the pond and that, that's you know I looked at players I looked at Michael Jordan uh studied his game I looked at Dwayne Wade loved his game uh both sides on the court I, I, I liked how creative he was and uh, those are the people that really but also uh Carmelo uh, Stefan Marbury, Steve Francis, uh, their handles. Uh, I got a lot from Ann One. Ann One kind of like unlocked my create creative thought process. You know, taking risks, not not being scared to 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 give a fancy pass or whatever, or look for angles that are just hard to hit. Um, so th- that's kind of how my my upbringing has been, and I've never. I mean, I've always had coaches that, till the age of eighteen, I've only I've only played regional, never played nationals. 
I, I was never selected for a national team until I went professional and went to the men's the men's team. Um, so it, it was all just doing and practicing and late nights and just, yeah. So yeah, those are the people I looked up to. I hope that answers your question a little bit. I'm loving the fact that you're saying and one because like I I love and one and um I've had like the the opportunity of of speaking to some of those players like AO and um and and 50 and stuff were there any were there any players in particular that you looked at that you were like hey like I want to be like skip you know skip um AO um hot sauce mm-hmm. um you had this guy black widow for a while um I mean, you had so like most, it was mostly the guys because at that age, I was just learning how to dunk. So uh, it was mostly the guys with the handles. Yeah. Uh, so like I said, Skip, AO, uh, Hot Sauce. Those are the guys that I, you know, took a lot of creative thought and, and, and watched a lot. For sure. I mean, I think that element of kind of that, that element of creativity and you being you really comes out you know on the court like you can you know you can see it when you you know you see you play basically but you're also like you're quite generally creative anyway right like you do photography is that right like you're quite a bit quite big into that as well yeah photography and film now okay all right are you ever tempted like kind of like midway through your competition to just be like hey i'm just going to get out my camera and just see if i can put something together quickly yeah, I do. I do. I film. I try to film a lot. Um, we're actually shooting a documentary uh, about my transition from five on five during Eurobasket all the way to the Olympics. Mm-hmm. So we'll, we'll we'll see what we can get out of that. Um, yeah. And along the way, I'll film a little bit. I'll, I, I'm always in contact with FIBA uh, to to get content and stuff. Um, so um, yeah, I'm constantly working uh, on on bettering myself on that creative uh, on that side of my creative. Uh, life um i shifted from photography a little bit more to film uh try to tell more stories through film and uh yeah i've been loving it i mean the story your story is um you know it feels like it's just kind of developing into another chapter with 3x3 for sure and obviously one of those main chapters will be you know the olympics hopefully right so obviously that's kind of a big a big goal for you and the guys right yeah it is it is it is, you know, I've set two goals for myself. I want to be the number one player uh, at some point, and I want to hit the the Olympics. I want to make it to the Olympics, and when we dare, then can set other goals by, you know, getting a medal or whatever. But for now, making it to the Olympics is definitely one of them. And uh, we're on our way. I mean, there's a direct qualification that is possible. Top three of the world can can qualify. Um, we're number two right now in the world, so um, that's. You know, it, it's, it looks good, but we're not there, you know, and um, a lot of people get very excited from uh, the successes that we are getting right now. Um, but uh, but but that doesn't give us any guarantees to, to make it to the Olympics. So I always try to humble myself and uh, make sure that I stay grounded and uh, and maintain the, the course. And, you know, you mentioned about, you know, you talked about creativity and, you know, expression a lot and how 3X3 kind of allows you to kind of expand on that. But just for yourself, even beyond basketball, 
what is creative expression to you? Um, what is, well, that's, that, that is um, showing, showing the world your thought process. So, um, you know, you, how you have an idea and then visualizing and bring it into life. And, and I guess, you know, that's always been, from in the beginning, it's always been through photography, you know, to, to, to show the world what I see and how, how I like to capture stuff. And, and now it's turned into film, uh, filming people, telling stories from, about people. Um, uh, I filmed uh, a craftsman recently, um, um, doing uh, these boxers profiles right now a little bit. Uh, so there's a couple of things that will uh, will develop over the over this time period where uh, my creative ability or my ideas will come into to film or footage at least. Um, and that goes that that goes the same for for, uh, for basketball. You know, just doing things that. Um, that I've thought of or worked on behind the scenes and just share that with the world. Um, and a lot of things are just in the moment, you know, a lot of, especially in basketball is, is for me, it's a lot of people want me to explain them certain things and uh, show them, but it's not, it's, it's like really read and react. Um, so yeah, the, the only thing that I can tell them is uh, one of the things that I try to teach the kids that that do that I do talk to or ask me questions is is to learn tendencies of, of opponents or um, try to figure out what your tendencies are. Read the game, you know. Don't just do to do, but also try to figure out why. Mm. Um, I'm not a guy that that has a lot of that sits in a lot of highs or sits in a lot of lows. Well, you know, lows I've hit I've hit rock bottom a couple of times now uh, because of I wasn't mentally strong enough. Uh, so my mental health has been uh, an, an, uh, a challenge for me in the past couple of years now. Um, but I, I, I rarely show it and I do talk about it because I feel like I need to have an outlet at certain points. Um, but um, nine out of 10 times you'll see me smile after a loss um, and, and, and I'll move on. Even after a loss, I'll figure out how to grow because, um, I, it's not, it's not the end, you know, it's not the, it wasn't the last game I'm gonna play. So what can I do better for the next one? After a win, same thing, you know, where do I, uh, add to that win? Where, what can I, you know, get from the win that next game I can be just as successful. So I, I, I think I think um, Kobe Bryant spoke about it not so mm -hmm. long. I saw a video not so long ago about uh, him telling about that he doesn't sit; he he, he stays in the middle because that's the most consistent you can be. You know, if you if you aim to win everything, then you'll be disappointed if you lose. But if you lose, if if you're scared of losing, you'll set this pressure on you every time. Uh, and what happens then if you lose? So if you just sit in the middle and you just stay consistent and and ride with the, the the things that will help you develop and grow for the next one then 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 that's your yeah that's something that you can hold on and 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 uh, and, and i'll help you in the future so that's the, yeah that's pretty much how i've been
And you know, you you know, you talk about the highs and lows, and you know how, you know, in a, in a way, the game is, you know, quite important to you know your life and and what you do. But there is also another side of it, right? You kind of have to come out of it because you know there's life to kind of tend to. How important has your family been in this process, right? Because you know you, you did the video with you know about your tattoos for FIBA three X three, and you know you kind of showed how. You have your family, you know, represented on you know, on you know, on you. Um, how important is your family in helping you kind of you know keep that stasis and you know, keep that consistency? Well, it's 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 been it's definitely been one of the pillars that you know that has helped me high for for uh, for a long time. You know that that has helped me to to maintain course and and. Uh, yeah, just just be focused on what I want to achieve, um, but it hasn't been easy. So, you know, it's it's I'm I'm I mean we're I'm not together anymore. So, the, even in that process, and it's, it's not it's not it's not been for a long time, but it's it's been recently. So, that process all, already makes you uh, have to figure out new ways. To, to maintain that same life, you know, just just find a balance in it uh, again, uh, and that's been tough. But um, they have been very important, and going coming like getting away from the game um, is something that that is necessary to balance out and balance out this lifestyle and be able to come back to the game even stronger and 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 to give everything because you need a place to charge your battery. Uh, I know that a lot of people say you're privileged to, to play a sport for a living and, and everything, but um, there, there still needs to be a balance. Even though I smile every day playing the game, um, there, I have to, I have to take time for myself and, um, and charge that to, to be able to, to be capable of doing that. So, yeah. Um, Family's been important, uh, but also my own mental health and, and uh, peace of mind uh, has been really important for me to be able to give love or anything to my family. Uh, I, th I think we can all say uh, we really appreciate you sharing, man, because it's, it's hard for... You know, it's hard for athletes to 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 come on and show. You know, those share the, that type of thing. Uh, you know, it's often considered weakness, but I think it's also considered strength in so many ways. So, uh, yeah, appreciate you. Um, appreciate you opening up like that. I mean, it's it's been fantastic uh, learning more about you in 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 the past couple of years uh, as you've sort of uh, in into your ascension of three x three. And um, I mean, you know, you I, I feel like you're you know, you're, you're still on your way up, but the peak isn't isn't too far away. You know, it feels like you're you're in the right place right now. Um, in terms of your your on court game, um, so fingers crossed for you, did, guys. Did you have anything else to ask before we before we we say goodbye? No, dude. I just I just want to say, look, man, it's, it's it's great watching you play because you're you're bringing an energy and creativity to the game that I don't think we've seen before. You know, like FIBA three, like like three x three hasn't been around that long when you look at basketball overall right but but we've seen we've seen the development of players and players becoming like say the face of of the game right Dushan, for example right but 
But, you know, I, I get enjoyment from your joy playing on the court, man, because I, you know, I'm seeing your creativity. We we all talk about it, right? So we've had previous podcasts where we've been like, yo, did you see Worthy's play when, you know, when he was playing in, in Marseille, you know, stuff like that. So, you know, the the joy that you get from playing when you're smiling on the court and that balance that you have, that impacts a lot a lot of people, I think. So, you know, like I just, I, I just you know, I appreciate seeing you play, man. Hopefully... Hopefully I'll I'll be there in person at some of the other at some of the other tournaments. That's that's for me. That's all I want to say. <laughs> I appreciate it. I really appreciate that. I appreciate. It. I hope I touch a lot of people doing this, um, and I inspire a lot of players to to try this out. Um, I've been trying to get a couple of players to to join three x three, and uh, as much as it, it's tempting, they they are so uh, caught on to the culture of playing five on five, it's, it's going to take a little bit of time, but the amount of freedom and, 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 uh, and joy you can get from, from finding a new challenge, uh, can be really good for you and, and give you a different perspective of, uh, of how basketball is, has been growing at a, at a high pace right now. Um, if I look, I try to, one of the things that I've said ever since I joined, uh, the Dutch national team is that, uh, we've always had bad publicity in uh, in our country about our sport. And within our community, we've always been negative. Um, our community is small. And I've always said that. I, one, one of the things I've never understood is our community is very small. So why are we always negative about it? Um, and I talked to my coach and I asked him about it. And he's like, that's just how our community is. And my goal has been ever since that moment to grow the sport uh, bigger than I than I got when I when I got there, uh, and I think it's been it's been growing. It's been uh, during the pandemic we were the only sport to grow in our country, um, and that's crazy because it's an indoor sport and we still grew. So um, I'm happy that I'm part of it. Um, I see a lot of more a lot more opportunities. Um, so. I can't wait what the future will bring uh, for 3x3, but for me, but also for the sport in general in our country uh, and across the world. So, thank you. I think there's a there's a lot of parallels between uh, you, you, Netherlands and, and and Britain. Quite frankly, um, I think you're you're speaking to a couple of people here <laughs> who have have similar frustrations. But I mean, you guys, you're in a great position uh, for for the next year. You know, best of luck. If I mean, hopefully we'll speak to you beforehand. But best of luck uh, on the on on route to Paris, and yeah, best Thank of luck for the rest of the season. Hope to speak to you soon, Worthy. Thank you. And, and London's been doing great. I mean, how they developed uh, their their social medias and everything, and and uh, got all the uh, the attraction now. Like everybody's looking at them, and it's, it's been a pure entertaining thing to to watch. And I think that's something that we are missing. We don't have that the either the guts or the know-how, how to attract people um, by making entertainment complement the sport instead of just trying to bring everybody just for the sport. Um, mm. So I think that's something that you guys did, did really well, or London at least. Yeah, I appreciate it's, that. It's, uh, it's, it's, going, it's going very well in, in, in certain parts of the country. I yeah, of course, yeah, of course, of course. It's not everywhere. No, it's not everywhere. Certain elements. Yeah. Of, uh, you, you, know, you know, you need that spark to then. To, to, to then Somebody needs to take the lead. 
exactly exactly so, we're, we're, yeah. we're working on it man we're working on it like there's yeah, the, the opportunity is there so you know we just got to take it really and try and I do it they got a lot of money mm. i know they got a lot of money so that it, it's of course a little easier for them and that's the same problem that we have a lot of teams have a lot of like big teams have a lot of money uh and they try to do it but they don't know exactly how and that also counts for the national team they have some money but they're scared to put it into um socials or uh, they, they're so stuck to old ways of promoting the sport um that that, that they're actually killing the sport instead of just trying to help it grow and, and mm. uh, i'm being part of that right now by changing their their minds and showing them how how things are possible so you know i, I said this i said this uh, you know earlier in a podcast where i think what you're able to do on the court is setting an example right it's making the sport look cool and i think that's so important to reach a wider audience because dunks and plays can take you so far but it's the way you kind of conduct yourself it's just it's a little things that count for so much and how they're highlighted on different platforms. So again, what you've done for the sport has been immense. So yeah, thank you for that. I truly appreciate that. Cool. Well, appreciate it. Get 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 back to the teams. Get back to the family. And yeah, enjoy the rest of the season, Worthy. Uh, we appreciate you coming on. And look forward to speaking soon. Anytime. Sorry it took so long, but uh, anytime. Good. You're all good. All right.